welcome to Love to See It, the podcast here on the Fanbyte Network, where we watch TV shows and movies and sometimes commercials and tell you all about them. I am your host, Danielle Riendo, and I have two salty sea uh, people, <laughs> salty sea people here with me today. That's right. Yeah? yeah? You heard me? Totally. I, I have Fanbyte's managing editor of podcasts, Merit K. Yeah, the K stands for kidnapped by gill men. I also have Fanbyte's social media manager, LB Hunk Tears. Uh, the LB stands for Lagoon Boy. Yeah! Oh, yes, okay. it does. Okay. I'm picking up Also, Nikki now. has given me the plus, so I think I'm social manager plus now. <gasps> That's right. it plus. down to me. The plus has been gifted. Uh, that makes me so happy. I'm happy we're all here. Because Nikki's got a, is now like managing the Nikki's whole brand, Nikki's got a brand right? new bag. Yeah, he's a brand editor plus. Uh, and you are a social manager plus, so that's I don't need pretty a plus, awesome. but I'm secure in like my identity without it. I mean, so. you could ask, you could ask Nikki, I bet he'd give you one. Yeah, no, if you I want mean, it's one. okay. It's He's kind of like ostentatious, I think. You know. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow! wow okay, yeah. we're starting the podcast off with a bang. You know, uh, ostentatious. I mean, like, you know what? Actually, I could go with that. I I'm a little eccentric. Yeah. You might find me. Yeah, no, I mean, for uh, some on- people, it's fine. I think I'm just sort of, um, you know, some people are like style themselves with a uh, plus. Some people carry around a pet chicken everywhere, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, like I, that's, that's kind of the person I am. Yeah. I, you know, you're the, you are, you're the chicken guy. I'm the chicken you're guy. The I chicken think, guy. I think you, I mean, not quite. It's, I wouldn't say it's like a one to one or like this is one of those, like this is literally me kind of situations, but like, there's, I think there's some LB in the chicken guy. Yeah. For sure. Uh, I actually was just fantasizing the other day about moving to uh, Washington State and like buying some land. I thought you were going to say moving and, like, under the sea. Yeah, I, I <laughs> Moving under the sea. Well, you know, it's like next to the sea. So we could go under the sea, but I do <laughs> want to keep some chickens. I mean, I've heard that um, there'll be no accusations, only friendly crustaceans under the sea. And I don't know if that's true or not. I, I mean, that wasn't true in this movie that we watched. Yeah. Yeah, no, no friendly crustaceans, plenty of accusations. So, uh, so Sebastian, uh, you got some, you've got a lot of explaining to do. Yeah. Listen, the seaweed's always greener in somebody else's wake. Okay. That's That's so true. That's what it is. That's what's going on. Uh, here in this. He's probably dead by now, though, right? Sebastian Sebastian? the Crab? Yeah. That movie was was 1989. What do you mean? Sorry, do you mean that if he were an actual crab or the person who voiced the crab? If you were an actual crab. Oh, yes. I don't know how long. I'm going to be honest with you right now. You could tell me that crabs live two years or a hundred years, and I would believe you either way. (laughs) I think it's a very short. Okay, four to five. Well, because sea turtles, right? They live so long. Yeah, things that live in the ocean don't play by the rules of land. They don't play by (laughs) our land laws, you know? That's true. We saw that. Yeah. They could live hundreds of years if you're a person under the ocean. Yeah, they can live. If you live under the sea. And you have a peculiar mix of oxygen yeah. from a volcano yeah. that may explode and kill you one day. You you could just be a hundred years old. You could like there could be a crab that's like a hundred years old. Like Oldest if you were a crab, crab. who's a hundred years old, you lived a hundred crab years. What is your fucking life like? Like what? Like you're just running around down there, clacking your your little claws, just being like, I've had enough. Scientists accidentally this. kill world's I, oldest animal at age 507. 
I mean, they're really dumb. Yeah. I mean, it was a it was a quahog. It was a like a clam. Yeah. Oh, um, for quahogs real? are the official. Yeah, this, shellfish this was like seven years ago. Of Rhode Island. Uh, it was a while ago. I remember yeah. when this happened. It was. I mean, it's just like a, a clam, right? And they opened you it. Be and an they were old like, clam. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, it was a, an old, old, old mollusk, and they opened it and were like, "Oh!" And they counted the rings on the inside, and they're like, "Oh, f- wow! This was the oldest thing there was." Uh, uh oops. Don't you feel stupid <laughs> oh, oh, when you're oh, like oh, dipping it in butter? You're eating this thing, and you're like, "Oh shit! I just, I just committed it like an they're atrocity." Like, we we killed it. It was five hundred and seven <laughs> years old. And then it was delicious. Well, that's delicious, that's the though. circle of life for Under the Sea. If you want to mix your Lion King and your Little Mermaids, we watched a movie today called City Under the Sea, at least in Britain. But in the U.S., it was released as War Gods of the Deep. I am their king. Vincent Price. His kingdom threatened by volcanic destruction. A king so captivated by an Earth woman's beauty... He sends his half-man, half-monster Gilmen to kidnap her. <gasps> War Gods of the Deep takes Tab Hunter in his attempt to rescue lovely Susan Hart into a world as unbelievable as David Tomlinson and his bosom pal, a hen named Herbert. Don't worry, Herbert. I'll get you home in time for tea. <laughs> It is a 1965, which is really appropriate because this is episode 65. I'm really happy about this. But a 1965 British-American adventure horror science fiction film directed by Jacques Tournay, his final film, and starred Vincent Price, Tab Hunter, Susan Hart, and David Tomlinson. The plot, such as it is, concerns the discovery of a lost city beneath the sea off the coast of Cornwall. Price is the captain overseeing a group of sailors who have lived there for more than a century where the peculiar mix of gases has allowed them to extend their lifespan. I picked this movie. I'm going to tell you how I picked this movie. We needed a movie. Yeah. And I was thinking Mm -hmm. Vincent Price. And I was thinking like 60s sci-fi. So I Googled a few terms. It was like Vincent Price 60s. And I have watched the the other semi uh, Edgar Allan Poe uh, uh, adjacent, you know the um, it was the whole Mask thing. of the Red Death. Um, uh, I watched that not too long Corman. ago. That was a Corman joint, right? Yes, yes. And this is this is AFI, uh, so we're not we're not far off here. Um, <laughs> AIP. AIP. Sorry. Why did it's I think? Okay. Oh my god! The American this Film a, Institute. This was a firing American aside. Film Institute. <laughs> This is an uh, American International Pictures. Film. Yeah, this is this is an AIP joint. So I, we're playing in a similar space, I would say, uh, yeah. to a Corman joint uh, for sure. Uh, and I I watched it, and I thought it was a lot of fun. And that's kind of how I picked this one this week. There okay. was nothing deep behind it. It was just like a desire. Well, <laughs> deep, uh, deep. Vincent Price. Vincent Price. So I want to point out that I just learned that. Um, Jacques Turner did Cat People, I yeah. Walked with the Zombie, and The Leopard yes. Man, and yes. then also did Out of the Past. And I haven't seen any of those movies. So this <laughs> is my first exposure to him. Oh, and uh, I don't know that that was maybe the best introduction. Um, <laughs> I don't know that you could say that he went out with a bang with this one. Um, well, he but, literally did. Literally. Oh, he literally. Oh, yeah. the volcano. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Very good. 
Um, I mean, but there were some things that were that I liked about it. It was I almost watched the wrong movie. I will say that the because, other city under the sea. <laughs> well, yeah, this movie is called City Under the Sea, but it was released as War Gods of the Deep in the U.S., yeah. which makes me that makes you think it's going to be like a like a movie about like Poseidon or something. Right. It's not. Um, but there's another movie called City Beneath the Sea, yeah. which is not the same. Uh, and that's what comes up when you search city under the sea. So, mm. yep. Slight confusion there. But uh, the title is based on a Poe poem that was also published as The Doomed City or The City of Sin. Yes. And uh, it was inspired by the uh, Coleridge poem, Kubla Khan. There's a lot of poetry, a lot uh, of poetry. in this movie. Yeah. And it starts off. Very poetic movie. Yeah. It starts off with some poetry. Uh, Read by Vincent Price, which is, I, I feel like that's the whole excuse for this movie. Yeah. Um, and I read something to that effect that that was basically the excuse for this movie, which I respect. Honestly, I respect that. Um, okay. So can I talk about Vincent please. Price for a second? Please. Um, yeah. I was exposed to Vincent Price very, very early in my life. Um, and there's a reason for that, which is that. There is a Canadian uh, television show called The Hilarious House of Frightenstein. <laughs> and, Fantastic. Uh, Billy Van was like the, the star, but they had Vincent Price on as like a celeb to like basically give the show more, uh, more credibility. And um, he opened, it was like a comedy horror show. So okay. like a, a Dracula and stuff, but they're getting into like goofy antics and he would open every show by being like, dare you look into the mind of the haunted house of Frankenstein?" <laughs> and, um, it kind of scared me as a kid, but I was also just like, wait, this fucking rules. Like, I don't know what this is, but this is going to be like fucking incredible. Um, so I was a fan of him very young. I would recommend looking up, uh, that show because it's kind of wild to me that they made it for kids. It's kind of like, and it was shot actually in like my hometown, I think. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, they ran for like 130 episodes and had a, a Wolfman DJ. <laughs> nice. Good. Uh, that was amazing. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was very good. Um, I think, yeah, you should look it up, but yeah, I have a soft spot in my hair for Vincent Price. Uh, always have. And uh, it was this kind of reminded me because it was like the same kind of intro of him just like reading this gothic poem. Yeah. He is great at just committing to the dumbest things. I talked a lot about Vincent Price when I did that one episode of You Love to See It entirely by myself. Mm -hmm. Um, But I am a big Vincent Price fan. I like have a lot of respect for him like as an actual guy. Yeah. Um, Because he was an actually very cool dude. Yeah. Yeah. who like didn't have to act. He was like the heir to a baking powder fortune. <laughs> um, and like made all of these schlocky dumb movies because he thought it was fun. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's like, I respect that so much. And he also donated like a massive art collection worth a tremendous amount of money to um, East LA city college, nice. um, which is like, what if that's like the coolest thing you can do if you're a rich person to me. It's just yeah. like give all your shit to uh 
Yeah. And like was really involved with their art program when he was alive. And yeah, and, I, uh, I talked about this already, but he, uh, sorry. he loved his, his gay daughter. Yeah. Yeah. He loved his gay daughter. He, he like founded, he was like one of the founders of, um, he was a, I don't know, whatever. Honorary board member of PFLAG. Okay. Aww. That's what And, uh, he was one of the first celebrities to appear in PSAs about AIDS. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, and also his daughter is basically convinced that he was gay himself or bi. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's cool a common, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Very early, cool some early, um, some early anti-Semitism and admiration for Hitler, but he did recant uh, and then actually got in trouble under McCarthyism for having been a quote premature anti-Nazi. <laughs> what? Uh, wow! Yeah. Uh, he got in trouble with the the U.S. government for being a what's premature, a premature anti-Nazi? anti-Nazi? What the fuck is that? Wow. Uh, it's I think just another way of saying communist. Premature wow. and okay, so what we're doing? Time machine. Yeah, yeah. Danielle, we're gonna train, and then I have to beat up a lot of people. Yep, 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 yep. yep. That's the you plan. You bring me on that machine, and I'll beat up those people. You know, great. Yeah, but this cast. Oh my like, god! Yes, this, this is a cast. wild fucking cast. So we've got Vincent Price as our, but he doesn't show up for a while. Our kind he of two show up until like a halfway through the movie. Almost. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like twenty minutes in. Um, we hear, we hear his voice at the beginning, but then it's all Tab Hunter and the dad from Mary Poppins. <laughs> yes, that's where I've seen. That's where I've seen him before. Yes, uh, and like a girl, David Tomlinson. Who is, yeah, yeah, David Tomlinson, Tab Hunter, and Susan Hart, uh, who was the wife of the co-founder of the movie studio. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well. <laughs> Who's like a very, you're like incredibly standard, like perky, yeah. large eyed kind so, of. So what you're saying is maybe she didn't get into these movies on merit. Yeah, maybe not. It's possible. <laughs> it's possible. I mean, she's got the like vibe she's of somebody fine. who's I in mean, these she's movies though. serviceable, but like the script doesn't exactly call for her to do much. So yeah. no, it she does. She does. She just exists mostly. Yeah. Uh, she is a MacGuffin actually kind of. Yeah. Uh, for part of the movie. So, yeah, this movie doesn't have, like, the most advanced gender politics. Let's put it that I way. I mean, listen, folks. Or does it, it, have, re- any, does, does it have an advanced anything? It doesn't have an oh, advanced anything. No, no. It was released in New York on a double bill with Beach Blanket Bingo. Woo! In 1965. So I would yeah, say this so. has better gender politics than a Beach Blanket movie. I would. Than a Beach Party movie. Probably. But who knows? I've, I do. Because I've seen all of them. You've seen it, yeah. I've seen every Beach Party movie. Wow. So that does not surprise me, but it does make me happy. That's such a weird genre of film, huh? Like in the 60s, people were just like, what if we just made movies where people were at the beach having fun? I mean, like, good idea, I guess, but it's weird that that's like a whole genre. It is. Um, It was basically like... Teen culture is getting scary. Yeah. What if it wasn't scary? What if it wasn't? Yeah. What if it was just nice white children who are all 30 <laughs> with huge yeah. hair uh-huh. dancing at the beach mm-hmm. and there's one black person and he's singing a song. And there's no parents. And there's and no parents. The Vietnam War doesn't exist. And, and there's, uh... there's no, you know, there's no politics. It's just all fun. 
listen. And no one's having yeah, sex. No one. Let's or get doing, politics out that, of our movies. Doing reefers. Like, get politics out of it. Just have, just like, movies should be fun, you know? Like, I want to just go to the beach and like, just have fun with like clean teens, you know? Yeah. Well, I guess this movie is the anti-beach party movie because as we find out in the plot, all the people in the undersea city can't go near the sun. <laughs> They're super old and the beach sucks. <laughs> the beach will kill them <laughs> as we see. Actually, in the intro, the intro is, of course, poetry. And then a, an old man has washed up on the sea and some salty figures have to, uh, you know, bring the body in. And then we have a, a lovely inspector who now needs to go up to the manor at Cornwall and meet. So wait, the is, he, is that what his job is? He's a mining ta- inspector. A what? He, like a mining inspector. Oh, a mining inspector. Because like, ta- here's Tab Hunter. Yeah. Tab Hunter. Uh, I think I'd. I'm mostly familiar with him from polyester. Sure. And um, being shirtless in a lot of like 50s and 60s uh, heartthrob materials. Mm -hmm. Um, Uh And that he, of course, dated the love of my life, Anthony Perkins. Um, Yes. Yes. So good for you, Tab. Um, But he's like. The clean cut, button-nosed, blonde, blue-eyed, like, 50s heartthrob. Real Boy Scout type. Yeah. So, like, sexy sexy adult Boy Scout. Yeah. He's just doing his best. And, like, he's not a bad... He was not a bad actor. Um, This was a bad script. Oh, there's not not really a script. very good directing. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't Um, say there is much of a script. (laughs) There's not really a script here. (laughs) He's just really this, like, um, and this movie's set in the UK in, I guess, the early 20th century, supposedly? Yeah, 1905, something like that. Even though, yeah, there's no commitment to that, though. Um, (laughs) But he's just, so he's just kind of this, like, strapping American figure doing his best. And that's his character. And it's great. <laughs> yeah, it, it's him. It's Chicken Man, who is an artist. And it's uh, David, Girl. David Those Tomlinson. are the characters. David Tomlinson, yeah. Uh, who is, yes. like, honestly, like as much as I love Vincent Price, David Tomlinson, a.k.a. the dad from Mary Poppins, like, <laughs> is the star of this movie. Yes. For me. And, like, actually, no, the star of this movie is that chicken. The yes. chicken. My favorite character. Chicken. Herbert okay. the girl chicken. Her- yes. Herbert the girl chicken that is a rooster. That is yep. a rooster for sure. Definitely <laughs> not, a, not a hen. Definitely not. <laughs> Named Herbert. Some kind of confusing stuff happening with this bird. This is the gender politics of this movie. It has yeah. nothing to this do with like, the human woman. And it's just this yeah. chicken rooster. Yeah. So it's like she, her rooster with the chicken. I want to point out, according to the Wikipedia article for this movie, um, the uh, Charles Bennett wrote the original script and AIP said, uh, come to come to Britain uh, to work on it. But they wouldn't pay for him to fly over there. So it was rewritten in Britain instead by Lewis M. Hayward. Uh, Charles Bennett hated the changes and called the resulting film the worst thing I was ever involved in. Uh, And according to Susan Hart, the original script was good, um, but the rewrites were were bad. And uh, Hayward says that he rewrote the script to add humor. He added the chicken and introduced the character played by David Tomlinson. 
um, and the producer quit after those changes. So imagine this movie without the chicken or David Tomlinson's character. What even would happen? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing it's at all. It's just like a, it's a plotting, like, I mean, maybe there'd be more Vincent Price, but like, that's, I can see why you would add those things because it feels to me like without those, those aspects, you, you have nothing here. Yeah. I, I mean, let's be real. This is an incredibly flimsy movie that exists only to have weird production design and volcanoes exploding and horrible fishman costumes and genuinely good performers chewing scenery, like just eating up scenery, just sure. yum, 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 chomp, 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 eating it mm. up, which is not a bad way to spend 80 85 minutes, I think, of your life. It doesn't well, even go to an hour and a half. Considerably more than that, because the only way that I could find to watch this movie was on Daily Motion, where there were ads about yeah. every five minutes. Yeah. That part, oh, really? That I yeah. doesn't have any ads on my Daily Motion. Uh, it may be because I do not have an ad blocker installed. Oh, on I this have computer, one of those. So. Well, yeah, it wasn't the best way to watch it. I didn't want to blame the movie for that. Um, it's it's not the movie's fault that the way to watch it right now kind of sucks. But it is um it's a very stupid movie. It's a very, very stupid movie. I don't think it thinks it's a very smart movie. I think it thinks it's a romp with a chicken man who loves his chicken and there's yeah. underwater stunts and there's the ridiculous 60s. sets. The sixties, there's AIP, they're like like, you know, yeah. uh Willoughby is chomping a cigar, like, all right, yeah, we gotta get up. Edgar Allan Poe movie, see? Uh, <laughs> I guess we'll just knock something out with, uh, like, who, who's the big stars right now? Tab Hunter? All right, let's get him in. Uh, Gilman, uh, Vincent Price, uh, uh, Undersea World. Just do it, do it. That's that's all this is. Like, 100%, that's all, that's all this is. I'm going to be real. I, I kind of loved it. Um, I was in the mood for this. I mean, this is what I Googled, so... I was in the mood for this, but I will say it moves relatively quickly, uh, mostly because of of the infusion of humor, which I agree. This would be a dire, miserable thing if it didn't have just these batshit elements to it, I think. Um, there is an early fight scene with a fish man that is uh, cleverly staged so you don't see too much of the fish man, which is very good. There's some confusion about what's going on. The girl gets kidnapped and the two men and their chicken uh, find a passage to this uh, ancient underwater city. Wait, which they find out. Oh yes, please. Wait, please. wait, 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 wait. I've got Go it. For it. Go for it. Two yeah. and a half hen. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, you like it. Uh, yeah, two and a half hen. I'm just like flooding the chat with tabs. By the yeah, way, yeah, I'm seeing I, these tabs. I, these are great tabs so you're, you're sharing. I'm um, so glad. Honestly, great tabs. Tabs. These are good tabs. These are good tabs. Tab yeah. is good in so, this. My thing with this movie is I think I would have loved this if I was hanging out with like friends. Yes. Or if, oh, mm. Ideally if I was with my like after dinner with like my parents and like my cool aunt and uncle. Like we're all like we've, we've all had like a couple. We've shared like a couple bottles of wine. Mm-hmm. Like, we're full. Mm-hmm. We're a little sleepy. And we're just kind of like clowning on this movie. Like yeah. or like, you know, like. Cool family, the homies. But this is like an, this is, I don't think, I don't know how, or like in the background during a party. Sure. I love stuff like this to be on in the background. It's a good background movie. In a perfect world. In a perfect world, 
like they're showing Roger Corman joints and, you know, American International Pictures, you know, science fiction stuff at the diner in like uh, the Jiffy Lube waiting room instead of talk shows. Like mm-hmm. this is just like the ambient shit that's on in yeah. the background in life. Yeah. I I really enjoy that. Um, but to actually like sit by myself and watch attentively, this is not a good it's, it's challenging. For that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is a challenging movie to watch attentively alone. Uh, but I, but like as I was watching it, I was thinking like, oh, this would be fun to watch like with my mom, right? Like this is this is like a good mom flick, you know? Yeah, I would watch like, this uh, with my mom. Yeah, we're like or with a group of people who are going to talk during a movie. And I mentioned my family because my family cannot shut the fuck up during a movie. Um, <laughs> I, well, my, they could when my grandmother was alive because she would do emotional violence if you talked during Betty Davis movie. <laughs> um, which, like, she was well within her rights to do. But now she's gone, so it's just fucking anarchy. Um, but, yeah, watching it by myself on Daily Motion at late at night was, like, not the best. Even as much as I love to see Tab, as much as I love to see Vincent Price, and this is, like, also not... as Vincent Price can commit to some stupid bullshit. Yeah. This is not the best Vincent Price has committed to stupid bullshit. I guess yeah. it, my thing is like, there's these different levels of a ba- of like a schlocky movie, right? Where like, there's one level which is it's not a schlocky. It's like this is actually good, and people yeah. were just wrong about it. Yeah. Like a lot of um, John Carpenter movies got considered schlocky or were stupid or whatever, and like, no, these are actually great. Yeah. So that's then the next level is like, yeah, it's schlocky, but it's entertaining and like interestingly made enough that I can watch this like I'm watching a non-schlocky movie. Yeah. Then there's schlocky movie like I can watch with friends and have fun with, or I can watch like, you know, to like a mystery science theater type thing, like with commentary over it, enhancing it, making it entertaining. And then there's a schlocky movie that's just unwatchable. This to me is the like, I need to have commentary and chatting Mm -hmm. with. So it's a tier three in your four tiers of yeah. like LB's four tiers of schlock. <laughs> yeah. It's a like, B tier schlock. Yeah. 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 So this is like grade three acceptable for use under certain like circumstances. Acceptable for use under certain circumstances is exactly how I grade this movie. <laughs> yeah. The gill men are exquisite. Oh, These yeah. suits are so fucking silly. They're good gill The, as much as I do love to see Vincent, like, for me, my favorite parts of this are Tab Hunter in this. So he's like in this old hotel that's lost power, that's run by a girl and <laughs> trying to solve this mystery of where people are disappearing to. But And he's just like puzzled by the appearance of all this seaweed everywhere <laughs> and like gill men throwing candlesticks in yep. the dark while Tab Hunter's like, huh? I'm so cute and handsome. What the heck's going on here? It was just delightful to me. That's like, yeah, Yeah. that's like an an absolute highlight of this movie for me. I have to say I had a lot of fun with the production design. Like, I loved these sets so much. These like big, stupid underwater sets. There is a set that is just like the Hephaestus machine from Bioshock, like the Hephaestus Uh room in Bioshock, which I thought was real funny. And it's like the same shit. Like we use the power of the volcano to make heat and oxygen. And also that oxygen is special. So you live forever. 
But if you go up to the surface, you die real fast and it's bad. Um, yeah, I just really like the set design. I sort of did watch this while distracted with other things. So yeah. maybe that helps my enjoyment level. I was like talking to other people. I was playing Into the Breach, my game of my lifetime. I was like having a real good time, but I did not sit, importantly, I did not sit here like with notes. I would right, like watch, right. play a little thing, talk to somebody, take a note, you know, that kind of thing, which it really helped. It was a good distraction. I don't think it's a good movie, but it's a good distraction. Like, good textural distraction. And I, I do think that's a very salient point here. That, like, yeah, acceptable for use under certain circumstances. I think that carries that carries water here, let's say, a little bit. Uh, speaking of water, the show me, show me an underground whirlpool that takes you to an underwater city. That I, that's I'm fine with. That's great. I love that shit. That's like, good. Just, like every time, I'm like, yes, 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 yes. This looks like the set of the '60s Batman show or something. And yep. like, yes, mm-hmm. do this. Go have somehow a whirlpool that takes you to the underground city. Thank you, thank <sighs> you, Edgar Allan Poe. Thank you for making this possible. For making this movie. He did make it. Uh, they that's just true. like they're just like oh no! Uh, like first of all, I don't even really know why the guy's there in the first place. I sort of didn't follow that. He's just kind of like working, and just then he finds a something. body, yeah. and it's just like oh no! Um, and yeah, when she's kidnapped by Gilman, they follow through a secret door into the caves, and are like oh no, it's a room with a whirlpool in it. Uh oh, we fell in, <laughs> <laughs> and then they're in the the Gilman city. And they're we, also dry, like, the whole time, They're right? dry, yeah. No, yep. it's a magical Which I love. Sure. I love a dry under the water Right? That's what's so magical experience. about it. Uh, and then they meet Vincent Price, who is, like, the captain, and he's just like, ah, oh, I'm living under the sea. Um, and there's a great bit where he's talking about how, like, oh, it's great, except uh, there is this one thing. Like, it's the volcano is really bad. It's probably going to kill us when it blows up. And he's like, <laughs> everything is perfect. And then, like, Tab is like, except for the volcano. And he's like, yes, except for the volcano. <laughs> and I was like, that's like a wonderful line. Uh, a wonderful line for Vincent. Uh, and uh, uh, that was another highlight for me when he says, except for the volcano. He has a wonderful line as well. Because he's like... He's both sort of sympathetic, I guess, and also a giant asshole. There's a really stupid Dracula wife plot that I thought was the worst part of the movie. But there's also, like, he sacrifices people and kills people all the time. And he has a line where he's just chewing, chewing, munching, munching, munching scenery where he's just like, Your only crime was curiosity. And that made me happy too. Yeah, I mean, he does this. He does do the supervillain thing of like, "I'll Uh, give you a chance to escape my deadly traps." (laughs) Uh, But yeah, they basically like they trick him into not killing them because David Tomlinson's like, "Oh no, 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 sir! My friend is is an expert earthquakeologist. He's master of earthquakeology from the University of Earthquakeshire, um, in the northeast earthquakeshire of of England." Um, and so he's just like, okay, well, fine. Solve my rock, solve my volcano puzzle for me. (laughs) 
And then he's complaining about how he's only eaten fish for like a hundred years. And he's just like, I do you know the last time I ate beef or chicken? And it's like meant to be this weird point of tension because like David Thomas's character has his pet chicken with him. And it's like, oh, is he going to try and eat the chicken? No. But it's just like, oh, no, the chicken. <laughs> They're going to eat the chicken. The chicken also accompanies him in his diving bell at one point. That is true. Which is my favorite shot in the movie, I yeah. think, is the chicken, like, just in that diving bell with him, and they're just having a good time. Good. Yeah, it is just, like, a collection of, you know, what is a movie but a collection of shots, right? What, what is, is a movie but uh, an image persisting? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. Oh, well, I, you know what? I don't think we need to go too deep on this movie. I'm going to be real. Okay. I think here, I let think, me just, yeah, please, go for it. Okay. Go yeah. For it, go for it. Like one of the captain's guys is like, I'll betray the captain and show you the way out. Uh, and then, but you need to use your influence to pardon my crimes of smuggling. Like, okay. No one, yeah, that part was no weird. one, no one will even know who you are. My guy, if you've been under here for as long as you have, which is wild because he knows, he knows he's been, how under old there for he is. He knows yeah. how much time has passed, but he's still worried. They're fucking waiting for him with like wanted posters. Right. He's an ego piracy maniac, or whatever. Right. Um, well, well no, not this, this like is Dan, this is Dan, Lieutenant Dan, not the captain. Oh, oh Lieutenant Dan. That's right. Yeah. I keep Forrest forgetting. Gump's best friend. Yeah. 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 Um, and then the captain is like, uh, oh, we're going to, we killed Ben by sending him to the surface. Because if you're, if you breathe the special air down here, you live forever. But once you stop breathing it or you see the sun or whatever, you age like a vampire, you turn into a a ghost. You just turn into a painting. You die. Yeah. Yeah. You turn into Um, a painting. And then he's kind of like a Dorian Gray thing. He thinks Jill is his wife. Because yeah. he has a painting of her that looks like Jill. And they do these raids, I guess, at night to, like, steal supplies and stuff. But, like, they can't actually leave because they would die if they were out during the day. So they are essentially vampires. Yeah. Um, this is essentially Pirate an vampires. underwater vampire movie. I'm just realizing this. Yeah. Uh, Vincent Price is Dracula. He has the Dracula wife thing going on. Um, uh, and, so is uh, he a wife guy? He is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, kind of. Oh, well, although kind of not because I feel like if, well, I think he thinks that that this woman is like literally his wife reincarnated, not just like she looks like her. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah. But then he's gonna like sacrifice them because they're they're doing all these shenanigans, like they're like prisoners, but they're just like running around like doing schemes and stuff. And he's like, okay, no, this is okay, guys, come on, you got to stop. I'm gonna eject you into the ocean and let the gill men kill you. <laughs> um, and then an old also, man is there, the, and he the helps them. Think he's God. They do. They think he's death, according to him. Oh yeah, death and life. That's right. That's right. Yeah, That's right. yeah. Um, God, these lines—they're incredible. I, okay, so I, I, I also was watching this movie while sort of like doing some other stuff, <laughs> and um, I'm, I'm pretty sure that this part of the movie is like half of the movie and it's just yep. these extremely blurry underwater shots of them trying <laughs> to escape from the gill men and then the captain's men. And it's like, I kept looking back and I'm like, how are there still 20 minutes left? And it yeah. was just like, were they really that like, did they just have a lot of time to fill or were they just like really proud of the underwater action scenes? Like they don't look good. Um, 
Maybe they'll. Oh, I mean, when it becomes a silent film. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Would it be? And they don't yeah. have to write dialogue for like twenty minutes. Yeah. Yep. Um, that went on way too long. Yeah, that could have been five minutes. Five minutes. I mean, this movie could be sixty minutes long, and it would help. I think a yeah. little bit. And I don't even think other than this scene, other than this, you know, it actually does move along relatively quickly for a sixties film. Like it just didn't need this much. I'm so glad that they did some underwater shooting. Like it's fun to look at, but it's way too long and it is, it's very blurry. I mean, cameras again, this would be hilarious if you were with like people. Yeah. Oh yes. Oh yeah. And like making, and like making jokes about how long it took. Like this would be gold. This could have been, incredibly funny yeah and it was pretty funny just watching by myself <laughs> we're yeah, like oh yeah, we're still sure. underwater there's still no dialogue still and that's why i think i did get distracted we still have that chicken shot that's that's really what I makes the putting and those wetsuits <laughs> very strange like, very they're strange. also like maybe a few inches under the surface of the water yeah. like you oh, can see the, it's the sun like the wetsuits are so funny and goofy. You've got a chicken in one of them. And like when they kick their little feet and you can see they look like they're wearing regular shoes underwater. It's just like <laughs> like this is the kind of schlock I like. The Gilman design is so funny. Uh the Gilman and the bad smugglers all have like little crossbows and when they shoot the crossbows underwater they make this little shoo- sound that just like that cracked me the fuck up i i was delighted by that i honestly think that like the experimental silent underwater stuff was some of the stronger parts of this movie okay just on like behalf of like i love an i love just just taking a risk you know and having no dialogue and bad swimming yeah and bad action like that's a risk a real gamble a real calculated gamble um and you know what Paid off. Best is the best movie ever made. Uh, <laughs> when when the Oscars, when all the Oscars that year, it was weird because they they haven't really done that since, right? Or at, right. or before, but they were just like, we're just going to give you all of them. We don't even need to look at the other movies. Yeah. Um, when Vincent Price turns into an old man and dies, we love that. That was great. And then when the volcano explode, mwah, perfect, good movie. And with volcano blow up. It, that I mean, the editing like by Bay. Gordon Hales, perfect. <laughs> best yeah. editing, best cinematography, best picture, uh, best best screenplay, best screenplay for sure, for sure. Uh, best best chicken in a supporting role. Yes, best chicken in a diving bell ever. I would say best gender confused chicken in a diving <laughs> bell in a supporting role who doesn't get eaten. <laughs> By an underwater Dracula. <laughs> I, you just described this whole movie. It's uh-huh. like, yeah. you just did it. That's the logline. The description of this movie is a chicken does not get eaten by an underwater Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it should have been named Herbert. Like, for real. Did like, you see, the, thing at the, did you Herbert, see the credits you know? at the end when they're like, when they go through all the credits and then they're like, and not to forget Herbert. <laughs> So, like, I guess that was also the act, the chicken actor's name. It or or it was Herbert. just a random chicken and they didn't have a name. I like the idea that it couldn't that have it been a random chicken. And then Vincent Price did eat it afterwards. That had to be a chicken actor because the chicken was really good. It was yeah. really well And, behaved. like, went where they wanted to. And well, you can't just, like, get... Yeah. Chickens are been, so fucking stupid. Birds really are so dumb. 
Huh? It could have just been really sedated. <laughs> there was a sedated chicken under the sea oh, in a diving no. bell named Herbert, and it didn't get at eaten the by bottom Dracula. of the sea. Um, <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. Honestly, yeah, Herbert was Screen Actors Guild since Paul in our chat. I think so. Like honestly, the Screen Avian Guild. That's Screen right. Oh yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Screen Avian Guild. We got All there. our love and respect to the Screen Avian Guild, you know. When you see a bird on celluloid, that's what it is. That's a Screen Screen Avian Guild uh, member. Dear friends, I don't think this movie has enough in it to perhaps uh, do our usual length of podcast. I think that sometimes it's okay to watch a lighter, flimsier film and to, uh, you know, to know when the, uh, when the well is dry. You know what I'm saying? Like when when the water dries up, when we've had enough briny fun for one day, enough salty sea dog uh, adventures for one day. But is there anything else that we should discuss before we before we move on, before we move into the end here? I think I got everything. I, I mean, I talked about my tears. Yep. And that was very uh, the Gill yeah. Men and yep. how much I respect that sequence. Oh, yeah. Little guys swimming around. Oh, yeah. True. Yeah. Okay, I've got the merit. Mer- I just consider you the little guys gerunding around like expert at this yeah, point. So yeah, I mean, if my hinge <laughs> messages are any indication, then then yeah. Uh, but that's another story <laughs> for another day. We live. Will we now live uh, to see another day? We were not uh, ended in this volcano. Um, Thank you all so very much uh, for watching this very goofy movie with me. I needed, I think I needed a light one. I think I needed a light one this week, you know, and sometimes we're going to do a light one. Uh, But, you know, not always. Sometimes we do a a deep film and sometimes we do a War Gods of the Deep film. And, you know, I think they're both valid. They're both good. So, dear friends, that's all for this week. We do hope you enjoyed your cinematic journey with us under the sea, uh, beneath the sea all the places in the sea, please do give a moment to rate and review our podcast and uh, tell a friend, maybe tell a friend that you reviewed the podcast. That would be amazing. We would really appreciate that. We really do uh, enjoy when folks do that. You can listen to all of our shows at fanbite.com slash podcasts or podcastnet.work. You can follow us on Twitter at fanbite media, Instagram at fanbite, TikTok, TikTok rather at fanbite. And of course on fanbite.com. And you can watch all of our excellent, excellent, excellent streams on twitch.tv slash fanbyte, including Merit Souls, which is on Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 7.30 p.m. It's a very good show. You should watch it. Thank That's you so Eastern much. That's Eastern time, by the way, for everybody who's uh, not. Eastern time. Yes, Coaster. I'm so sorry. Uh, so for Pacific time, that would be 4.30 Pacific time. Uh, five th- well, wait, what? 4? 7.30? is 4.30. Yeah. Yep. It's 4.30. Thank you so much to Paul Tamayo for producing and for looking at all these great pictures with us. I really do appreciate it. Join our Discord at fanbite.casa. And thank you so much. Merritt, where can people find you online in the great blue sea of the internet? Yeah, I'm uh, at Merritt K again. And the uh, K does stand for uh, killed by Dracula, comma, chickens, colon, zero. <laughs> Good. 
LB, how about you in the, in the, the deep ocean of the internet? Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Hunk Tears. And the hunk is, of course, Tab Hunter, crying because he cannot escape under the ocean. <laughs> I am at Danielle R.I. on Twitter if you want to uh, follow me. I being I like bad movies, including this one. And with that, thank you all so very much. You love to see it.